0: All right, here we go, another episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well and staying healthy out there, staying safe. Going to start off this episode today with a little bit of week two college football takes and perspective, I guess. It was interesting, now I can say it, I guess, but it was interesting to see to watch the Alabama-Texas game, personally, as a a fan of Alabama. Uh, Frustrating to watch, for sure. uh, But being removed from it uh, going on the third day, have a little bit of a different perspective about the scenario and the situation, I guess, of the game. But it'll be interesting, I guess, to see where these two teams go, what trajectory they take throughout the rest of the year. On the one hand, for Texas, you know, they played way above, I guess, what they're capable of um, or what, I guess, is expected of them. Let's put it that way. And on the other hand, you know, it seemed like Alabama kind of underwhelmed and didn't play up, up to their potential. Like, what the, or what was expected of them. And so going forward, It'll be interesting to see, since they played such a good game, Texas played them very well. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Granted, Texas is in a little bit more of a difficult situation with their quarterback being injured, starting quarterback. Um, But their backup, I think, is very capable and and, uh, played very well last year for them. So there is, I think, some hope there on that aspect of it. But, you know, was this just a one-game deal? You know, uh, is it true they only are able to get up for the big games, or are they going to be able to uh, compete and do well every week and play at the same level throughout the rest of the season? And also, is Alabama capable of stepping up? Um and playing above above what they did the other day, and and winning games a little more handily than they did on Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see. And overall, personally, it was a painful painful day to watch games. I watched the Iowa State game, and and then again, that was underwhelming. I guess it kind of lived up to what the expectation would be. And and not just just to, to say this about one fan base, but there are several fan bases that I guess are are greatly disappointed. I guess you could say woke up Sunday probably not feeling the best, and that's not just because of all the drinking they did on Saturday, but how, what, how um, poorly that their program had uh, performed and has been performing for several weeks going into last year. And so you look at those uh, teams and those scenarios and those situations that they were in or are in, and I go back to what I said last year. You know, if it, if a team that you're following is is putting out an inferior product why spend your money hard earned money on that paying for that you know why do you buy the shirts the hats the clothes the tickets all that stuff and yet week in and week out they continually put it, put it on a poor display. And week in, week out, you go home after investing four, five, six, seven, eight hours of your day and seeing a game that is poorly played by your team. And then you're upset on Sunday. You're bummed out. And it takes you a week to recover, only to find out the following week, you're going to go through the same process again. It doesn't make sense. And you can say, well, that's how I enjoy spending my day, okay, I guess. And I've done that. I've been there. I've invested that time. And watched, at times, bad games, but at some point, then I realized that, you know, there's potential for better things to do. And I think also, if you can have that grasp on reality, and not let it have a negative impact on you the following week, that when you get home from the game, that's it. It puts, you, you only compartmentalize it and it put it away. Great. But are you going to continue to want to invest time, money, in that product? Because I, I, I understand, I guess, somewhat if you went to school at that college or university and you have that connection there. If you're an employee there. But at the end of the day, it's still your time and your money that you are investing. But I can tell you right now that specifically on a couple fan bases and probably some more, but I, I, I know these because more regionalized to me and th- I can tell you right now this isn't your father's or grandfather's Iowa Hawkeyes this isn't your father's or grandfather's Nebraska Cornhuskers and I don't know that these programs or any of these other programs that had previous prominence are ever going to return to that because I don't know if if that's possible. And if you think I'm just, you know, picking on those two fan bases, I guess you could say the same thing about Colorado. And like I said, there's probably some more I'm just not thinking of, but they're there. And to sit there and week in, week out, watching these teams play and and just get pummeled or beat can be frustrating. Again, you're investing that time and your money and you're getting what in return? And I guess that's the question is, what do you feel like you're getting in return? And you can say that about any sport, so I'm not just going to pick on college teams, but you can say the same thing about pro basketball, pro football, pro baseball, whatever. But at some point, I guess, it, it begs to answer, ask that question to yourself. That it, 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 I think it's important to ask yourself that question. Is it worth my time, my money, and my emotional uh, health to want to continue to support bad teams? And I I enjoy sports as much as the other one, but sometimes that emotional roller coaster that you go on becomes difficult, or you become self aware of it. I guess, and you're you're like man, I'm you know I, I, for me, I guess I'm saying I'm tired of. Being that emotionally invested in that and being disappointed or let down. And having to try to pry yourself away from it so it doesn't have a negative impact on those around you or yourself. Life's hard enough as it is. There's enough disappointment and difficulties in life, and then you want to pile on sports. I think there's much, there's many other things that you can invest that emotional time in, those emotions in. So things to think about, I guess. Things to consider. Um, you know, next time you're watching a game, and and you're finding yourself being down or depressed or upset or angry, frustrated, or whatever. You know, is it is at time to ask yourself that question? Is it worth it? Is it worth the time and effort that I'm putting into this, and, and what's it doing to me personally? Changing gears a little bit. Finish up uh, the, this episode. <clears throat> so there's been a lot of money being funneled into Ukraine by the U.S. government to support them against the Russians in the in the war that they're involved in. And I've I've m- mentioned this several times and. But again, here's another case of where I guess you can call it either hypocrisy or you know, talking out of both sides of your mouth or just being apolit- you know, being apolitical as the government tends to kind of be, I guess, and wasteful and just unbelievable, I guess, bottom line. So this is an article on Monday, August 29th, Zero Hedge, written by the pseudo name of Tyler Durden, titled, American Imported Over 6 Billion in Goods from Russia Since Ukraine Invasion. In response to Russia's attack on Ukraine, U.S. President Joe Biden vowed to isolate and cripple the Russian economy. However, Moscow has been able to maintain the, its economic strength in part by exporting over $1 billion per month in wood, metals, food, and other goods to the U.S. More than 3,600 ships from Russia have arrived at U.S. ports since February 24th, which amounts to... Over 6 billion in imports. The number of Russian products entering U.S. ports suggests Biden is failing, falling short of his pledge to isolate Moscow's economy. Paradoxically, other Russian imports, such as fertilizer, came at the request of the Biden administration, which has urged American companies to make up for shortages. And while the White House has seized several luxury yachts owned by rich Russians with loose ties to Russian President Vladimir Putin, the AP found the American and European firms are importing millions of dollars in metal from Russian companies that makes parts for Moscow fighter jets, highlighting another odd discrepancy in Biden's actions, sanctions campaign. So here we are, in a quote-unquote war, or we are not. I'm sorry. I don't, I retract. I'm sorry. I retract that statement. <clears throat> Here we are saying that we're supporting one country in a war, which I completely disagree with, and think it's completely wrong that we're wasting our money. when we've got many, many issues here within our country, and I haven't even brought this up and given my opinion on it, but the situation in Mississippi with um, undrinkable water there. We have scenarios and situations like that throughout the whole country, and yet we're shipping billions outside of this country, and people are happy with that. Supportive of that? I find it hard to believe. But here we are. They are, I should say, not we, not we, they. They are, government, supporting that. But yet on the flip side, they are supporting the other side of that um, that war also by continually bringing their products. Well, they can say we cut it down and we're not importing as much, but still, $6 billion. Again, that's $6 billion that we could be spending right here in the United States. We 've got metal here available we've got wood available we've got fertilizer available, but yet we want to spend it outside. there is there will be someday a revelation of nefarious activity evolved around supporting this war. There will be things uncovered that were done however you want to describe it um, illegally, immorally um, however you want to put it but it's going to be come out that there was wrongdoing when their funds were sent to Ukraine and how this also, this scenario of being supporting of Russia. There is an underlying reason for personal gain why this is being done. And it's definitely wrong. It doesn't make sense why we're supporting. This effort on either side, one or the other, or both, it doesn't make sense. And yet, all we hear is rhetoric on social media about it and no action. I hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, but I, I encourage you to think about these things. Today and how they affect you and your life and how that you can make changes, adjustments to better help yourself and help you be better for those around you. Until next time.